Hey, D. Harrison, can I borrow 300 bucks? I noticed you lent a former friend 300 and he will pay you back, and so will I. Please send money soon. Okay, thanks. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Sick and Wrong. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. I, Harrison. Harrison, uh, mm. you still have that coronavirus or are you, uh, are you feeling better? <laughs> Uh, you know, barely yesterday, but I, I got a fever. I know. I'm wondering and if I should not, wear one of those face masks. Or no, uh, you should be wearing the face mask. Cowbell. I don't need the face mask. Yeah, good luck finding a face mask. They're all sold out. Oh, yeah. Sold out, baby. I know. Face masks mm-hmm. and toilet paper. Yeah. I saw it. like a picture of OJ Simpson with mm-hmm. like a face mask buying like a shitload of toilet paper from Costco. Really? Like even OJ. Mm-hmm. He's nervous about it. I wonder if R. Kelly cares him. about it. I don't know. Do you read that? Do you hear about the R. Kelly news that came out this week? He made somebody eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. gross. I know. If this doesn't make you get rid of your R. Kelly records, I don't know what will. Um, I wonder if people. I, are, I know. You, I know a lot of things that would make people get rid of their <laughs> R. Kelly records. Do you think people Common are still listening and, to R. Kelly? You know, mm. like, I don't know if people are still mm. doing it. I like. Mm. I remember when I first started the strip club. Mm. Um, I thought people, I just thought strippers danced to Poison, mm. you know, and, and Motley Crue. Settling into lesbian bed death would also be a good reason to get rid of your R. Kelly records. That's true, that's yeah, true. That would be but a good they, one. But, uh, but I found out that they all danced to R. Kelly. That uh-huh. was the thing. Yeah. I'm just wondering if strippers are still doing that. Would you, if you're a stripper, would you still dance to R. Kelly just for the laughs? Just for the lulls? That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would do it I have just to, to troll. Of an entire okay. Yeah. However, now this might be this might put Jesus. the R. Kelly fans over the edge. This might be mm-hmm. the last straw. Mm-hmm. Apparently, R. Kelly's ex girlfriend claims that the singer made her eat human feces. Yeah. So there's a federal sex crime, um, or there's a he's being arraigned this week for his federal sex crimes. And uh, prosecutors discovered a cache of 100 electronic devices hidden away in a storage facility. Hmm. What's on those devices? I'm hoping we never know. Well, except for this, this tidbit here. Um, there's a, uh, an interview, I guess, or he was, his, uh, his ex-girlfriend, Clary, um, who's being uh, uh, interviewed with prosecutors. She's a cooperating witness. Um, at one point, she's discussing the devices that were found in the storage facility and she tells the agent that they can contain footage of Kelly forcing her to eat her own feces. Hmm. He has a video of me. Um, he made me do this video of me doing a number two in a cup and then eating it her out own of the cup. Feces. I was good because I was good. That was my next question was how did she know it was human feces? Because you know, it was hers. That's why she. Yeah. yeah. God. Yeah. Man. So, my God. Yeah. You know, I wonder if like this came out around the same, like two girls, one cup had come out and R. Mm. Kelly's like, you know, that's a good idea. Like, I wonder if he was like inspired by it. Right. I don't know. Mm. Uh, the clip then segues to a scene in which Clary tells Kelly that she's breaking up with him. 
Hmm. And Kelly can be heard crying in reaction to the news. Hmm. I mean, it's hard to find a girl willing to eat her own shit. So, I mean, I imagine he must have been broken up about that. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. I guess that's a good point. I don't know too many girls that would be willing to go the, there. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you'll break up and you'll be like, I will never meet another woman who likes this particular thing that you like. Yeah, and that's that a thing. A it's shame. like, you yeah. know, I'll never find a girl mm. who's into that. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. God. So mm. there you go. That's going to make you get rid of your uh, R. Kelly records. <laughs> um, that That's not what we're mm. talking about here on the show. I just felt like the need to mention it. No, we're, um, we're talking about lesbian bed death, right? <laughs> lesbian the, bed death. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody has bed death. Don't you think like long-term relationship I've, I've bed death? I've often been like, why do they call it lesbian yes, bed I've death? I've often wondered Every, that too. Yeah, a lot of people. Th- there are some people that claim that they don't. Well, does know? it happen faster with lesbians? Because I think in any relationship over five years, there's bed death. It might be, but with maybe lesbians, it's two years. Yeah, once once you once you get David Crosby's seed. <laughs> yeah, once you get then, once you get you know, uh, fertilized by mm, Crosby, mm, there's no need to have mm, sex anymore. Right. Um, no, this week we are talking about a bizarre vanishing of an explorer, an adventurous man, even yeah. more adventurous than R. Kelly, although uh, I. They're two completely different individuals. Uh, but this guy named Kenny Veach, um, he vanished a few years ago in 2014 um, in search of a cave that was oddly shaped like the letter M. The M cave. The M cave. The M cave. This cave is brought to you by the letter the M. The letter M. Mm. Yeah. I know this is a weird story. Where did you first come across this? Because I didn't hear about this in 2014. I don't know. It, it, just in some weird YouTube. Was that like a wormhole? You're just like, yeah. I was look. in a weird wormhole, and then I, uh, I think, and then there's the guy. I th- what is the guy's name? Kenny. His name is like Revolution oh. Liberation. Huh. <clears throat> he went Liberation. On, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Great name, huh? <laughs> no, he went on. The, tried to go on these hikes, recreating the journey to try to figure out what happened. So. Oh, to try to find the cave. Yeah. So it's a weird story. Um, the cave. This adventurous hiker. Mm. This guy. This guy's not just an adventurous hiker. This guy's like one of those extreme hikers. He's like Bear Grylls. Like this guy goes mm. out by himself, no GPS, mm. hiking in like 120 degree weather just to push himself to the limits. Take it to the limit, to the extreme. Yeah, like 10 hour hikes and shit mm. by himself. There's something wrong with you if you do that. Yes. I mean, I think there's something wrong with you if you enjoy hiking. I can understand if you have to hike right. because your car broke down in the desert and you got to hike to a gas station mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, if I, if I have to do that, I will do that. But the people that go on, like, 10-hour hikes or go camp in snow. Well, I mean, hiking is good exercise. I suppose. You know? I don't know. So. I don't feel bad when they get attacked by mountain lions, you know, or discover a human body. Mm. You know, a decomposing human body. It's like, that's what happens when you do shit like that. That's you, not going to happen to me when I'm at home. Why listening. would you not want to find a dead body? Y'all want to I mean, see a dead body. I mean, I guess I, I guess if somebody mm. told me where it was, We've I guess I'd be into Stand it. by yeah. me. It's great. If someone, it, yeah, if someone was like, yeah. hey, I know where a dead body is. Of course mm. I could do it. But what I'm saying is like, you know, you get mm. attacked by rattlesnakes and, and fucking mountain lions and things like that. 
you deserve it because you're putting yourself in this situation. Like this guy. Right. You know, this guy, like, uh, it's kind of like that movie with, um, what's his name? James uh, Franco. Franco cut with the arm. arm. Cut his arm off. Yeah. What did he cut his arm off with? Like his own... Like a pocket knife or something? Okay, yeah, something like that. Something like that, mm. yeah. I, that would never happen to me when I'm at home listening to, like, Alex Harvey records. Right. You know? Um... Anyway, this guy's name is Kenny mm. Veach, and he went out in the desert. Like, this is out in the desert in Las Vegas, or Nevada, mm. by yeah. Nellis Air Force Base, in search of a mysterious cave, and he never returned. So in 2014, Kenny Veach started commenting in a YouTube video that he had found a mysterious cave that was, that was cloaked in oddity. This is Whoa. out in the Nevada desert, kind of by uh, Nellis Air Force Base. Mm. He said that the cave entrance was oddly shaped. I think I sent you a picture of this cave. Um, it looked like the letter M, and that there that a variety of weird sensations overcame him as he had approached it. He said he was drawn to the cave, but his body had been beset by by powerful vibrations, and it pulsated out of a source, like emanating from the cave. Yeah, and so he wanted to to keep continuing, but then. Uh, I guess he started, he started having a panic attack, feared for his life, and just left, vowing to go back. And I guess he, he posted a YouTube video where he was talking about this. Mm. And so, you know, obviously it generated a lot of skepticism yes. from uh, the cynical YouTube commenters. Um, they, were, uh, they started demanding proof that this cave actually exists. So play the rattles. This is, this is the type of guy... Kenny Veaches. Play that rattlesnake mm. video for a second. This guy would catch rattlesnakes. Roll that beautiful rattlesnake footage. Yeah. All right. Here like, we go. He's a psycho. Mm. Mental. Well, that's why he's not aggressive. I'm recording. Oh. Maybe he's thirsty you know and tired. That's his girlfriend recording. Let me, uh, um, uh, a diamondback rattlesnake. Who so would go catch, catch one of those and just kind of hold it? It's real dumb. I yeah. mean, you know. Get, I mean, my God, they go. can kill you. Here we it's mental. go. Here he is. Well, how long do you say he is? Like th about three feet long. There's the rattle. Oh, yeah. He's very beautiful. Is that the rattle? Yeah. Beautiful. He wasn't aggressive. Didn't strike at me once. Yeah. Uh, this guy's like, I don't know. Redneck or hippie Steve Irwin or something? I don't know. What he is. He's not really a redneck, I guess. No. Five, six, seven, eight, he's a weirdo. Nine, 10, he's like a weirdo, oh, yeah. He's going to be so pissed when you let him go. How do you let him go? Just throw him in the bush. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just throw him in the bush. <laughs> there he is. Got your rattlesnake again. He goes without <laughs> compasses or any way to tell, <laughs> you know, direction. Yeah, yeah. No, he's anti that. Yeah. But it's like, if you get, that's the thing. If you get lost then, then you get a bunch of people looking for you because and you were too cool to... Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Cool but yeah, this school. guy would go hike in mm. cliffs and mm. he'd go out for like 10, 15 hours by himself mm. hiking around. For days. And he, ca he came across this weird cave mm. with the entrance that's shaped like the letter M. Mm. And uh, yeah, he sensed that there was some kind of unusual force in there, but he was too scared to go in, which I find really odd. Like if you were... If you were out in the wilderness and you felt some weird pulsating sensation, you know, coming from this cave, would you go in there? Wait, it, 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 that's not how he described it. You well, know? no, he said there were vibrations engulfing his body and it got mm. stronger as he got closer to the cave. But he didn't go in the first time. Yeah. 
That's what I find kind of weird. Although this reminds me, remember when we interviewed that ranger, that ranger lady who wrote that book, Ranger Confidential or something? Mm. I forget the title of the book. He said that he, he always enters every cave he finds, right? But when he entered this cave, he said that, uh, his body started shaking as he neared the entrance. And as he got closer and closer, the vibrating became worse. And he experienced a deep sense of foreboding. Yeah. Feared for his life. So he was like, so he was overcome by fear and, and just hightailed it out of there. So. Which I think if I'd come across that, maybe I'm just saying this, you know, because I've never actually been in this situation. Yeah. But I would want to go check it out. But this this reminds me of that ranger. Well, he he the, did want to go check it out, but he was, you know, if he had a deep sense of foreboding. I'd still, it, I would still go do it. You go into a cave, even I mean, though no one, you're not, when you go on a hike like this and you're going into caves, you're supposed to have somebody with you. He's going, he's doing this alone. Well, that's the weird thing. This mm. guy always hiked alone. Yeah. Like that was his thing. But anyway, what I was going to say is the ranger that we interviewed, she said, I asked her, I was like, so which, which national park is like the, you know, has the most supernatural events? And she said, there's one park that has like a cave and every ranger that's ever been out there felt like the same kind of weird, like sense of mm. foreboding and like it, it felt weird. Their breathing was affected. So I don't know. I mean, which park? I forget. Uh, I forget the one she said. I think it was uh, in Utah. Hmm. But there's one park that they all said they have a, a similar incident. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But anyway, yeah, this guy, you know, had a deep sense of foreboding and he hmm. just hightailed it out of there. Hmm. And so after he spoke about it on YouTube, people were like, well, we want proof. So he went back to find the M cave and there's a video of him going out trying to find it. But this time he couldn't find it. Like he couldn't find the entrance. Yeah. So... What was the deal? Is it a cover-up? Or well, did he just not know where it was because he doesn't have a GPS device? Well, I mean, it's like... And it, 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 when you're looking at it and then you see other videos of other people who go do the hike, you, they're, they're, they're in the same places, you know? But did, did So if he actually people... like watched his own video, he could probably... Probably. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so there's a, I think there's a clip of, it's just, it's called the M cave. It's like a 20 minute clip where he's out there trying to find it. Mm. And you see him like kind of walking around. You have a queued up little doodad here. Yeah, yeah. I just queued One, it up two, randomly. Three. Oh, you did? Why are you queuing up? Well, to I looked it up to a part right, that right. was interesting because oh, a lot of it's right. not well, very not interesting. Random, is it there? D yeah. Simon. All right. Um, so. It's along here somewhere. This this is gonna get real narrow way down here when I finally get up to that mountain down there, which is uh, it's a good distance away. He is so mental. Um, this guy. When I get to that mountain, I should be in the narrow part of the canyon. It gets so narrow you can almost put your hands on either side of it on the walls on the canyon walls. The showiness of nature. And, uh, mm. So I do all of this solo. Mm. You know, Oops. and it's, it's, it gets, it's kind of dangerous. And I try to pretend like I don't have any supplies. You know, I bring water and I bring something to eat, but I haven't eaten anything since I started this hike. And I've only had two small gulps of water. So I kind of try what do you to want pretend a metal? I'm running yeah. out or <laughs> I don't have it. Just so I can see how far I can actually go before I feel like I'm in trouble. That way, if I ever do get in trouble, I know when... <laughs> I know when I should start. Yeah, he is mental. How long I have before yeah. I'm in trouble. 
So, He's like worse than uh, what was that guy's name? Dan Coates. That, Remember that? You know? The extreme guy that used to be on MTV. Dan Cortez. Was it Dan Cortez? Not yeah. Dan Coates. I this is him near. This is this will come important later. This part. My mission today is to. It's from the same video. One day hike. It's about ten hour hike. I got to still go over another ridge. And then go all you the always, that's one thing about hiking in the desert like this. Narrow, you always have to wear scary. the stupidest hat that, <laughs> and, uh, <I'm> <laughs> like the dumbest hat on the planet. I didn't have a, I didn't have a sidearm. Like you look like fucking Gilligan, you know, Gilligan fighting in Desert Storm, basically is what you look like. The closer I got to it, the crazier my body felt. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to go right now, but I'm coming back someday. And I talked to some people on YouTube and I told them, hey, I'm coming out here, you know, because they, they kind of called my hand on it. So I don't know if there's going to be anything. So this is like a dare. Be interesting. Yeah. Uh, if I can find it, I got to relocate it. And this is a big mountain range I'm in. And uh, I'm not, I'm on foot. You know, my truck's way out there. There's no roads. There's no trails. It's a pretty rough terrain. So uh, hopefully I'll find it. It's shaped like a big M. It's a big cave. It looks just like a gigantic M. And it's about as tall as I am and kind of narrow. And uh, it's stuck on the side of a mountain. Uh, so I hope I can find it again. And if, if I do, I'm, I'm going in there. I'm going to put on my light and take my gun out and walk in there and see if I can. He's got like anything. a 9mm on him. Um, I'm going to take the camera. Well, the only thing that can stop um, an overwhelming sense of go. foreboding is, is a gun. It's a handgun. Yeah. It's a good guy with a gun. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's a, an old mine shaft he's standing next to in this video. He, and he I mentioned says, that because it'll come be important later. Yeah, he mm. says, the region I cover is vast. There are many mm. caves. I've been in hundreds of them. The M cave is the only cave mm. I've ever feared. I dare any of the people that like to run their mouths on YouTube to join me. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like totally taking a dare to go back out and find the cave. Yeah. Um, he did say uh, the only thing he found on the second trip that was kind of weird, was uh, mm. the presence of a mysterious black ram, which he said they intently watched him from a ridge. Yeah, that's, the, that's in the video, too. That's foreboding. I mean, you, you know? see rams. It's not that yeah, crazy. But I, a black one. That's, where I did, like that's black around Phillip. the area where I did my vision quest. I did it across the state line in California, but it's like Death Valley, um, not too far from Las Vegas. So yeah, I, was, yeah, I camped out area. by myself for like five days. Wow. Out there. So, no, well, well, a week total, like three days with a bunch of broken people and a hippie guide, and then uh, four days or four days and nights by myself. Wait, was that when you were taking peyote or ayahuasca or nope, something? Nothing. You're I just, just by yourself. Eat. You just don't eat. You're by, you're by yourself and you don't eat and you don't have any uh, shelter. And did you hallucinate? Did you have some kind of experience? I did have some kind of experience. That's what one of the things that made me move here. Was that? Oh, so you weren't living in California. I at lived this time. in New York at the time. So wait, what? What was the experience that made you move? Uh, did you see like a Native American? No, like I saw, he just uh, walked you over to a bunch of corpses and Native Americans. Yeah, a, na a Native American <laughs> walked me over to a, a soda machine, <laughs> and uh, and the and the monkeys were there, and they were. Uh, they were light. They were lice and dandruff in somebody's like, giant head. The Indians lay scattered mm. on Dawn's Highway. The I'm moving to California. Yeah. 
No, wait, the what, what happened? The great bear spirit smiles upon the eagle. <laughs> um, uh, there was a beetle that came up to me. Paul McCartney? Yeah, Paul McCartney. Okay. No, it was, it was an actual beetle. <laughs> oh. An insect. And uh, its name was uh, Edward Zeitaflanger. That's okay. Yeah. Specific. And, and it was, I was looking at it and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking eat this thing. Yeah. I was I'm about to say, you haven't beetle. eaten in like yeah. a few days. And uh, I'm glad I didn't because apparently it was a stink beetle, which I found out later. Yeah, those poisons? I don't know, but I mean, it's called a stink beetle. Yeah. Could taste it's good. probably yeah. not something you want to eat. <laughs> uh, so, but then it was like, it started telling me that I'd lost my sense of wonder in the world and I, and I need to regain it. Hmm. But anyway, don't listen to a beetle because it was the biggest mistake I ever yeah. made in my life. <laughs> and look, what, look how it da, turned da, out da, for da, you. Da, da. Hey. <laughs> I also came up with some weird idea for like a, a, a comic or a cartoon called like Lil Caligula. Hmm. And it's like him and his horse and they're our best friends and they're going to, I don't know, camp or summer school or something. And all of the Roman emperors are our kids. You know, so it's like a little Tiberius. Was he as lascivious back then? Always trying to fuck his own sister. Oh, okay, all right. You know, yeah, but so. like little Tiberius is up in his shit, and the t it's it's actually a lot like Tiny Toon Adventures because the the professors the counselors are the Roman gods. <laughs> so I I don't know. <laughs> That's what happens when yeah, you're uh, what you deprive yourself. I, there's of a food video on YouTube <clears throat> in the desert. Uh, I, I made of my experience. I'll I'll put it up on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. So um you should so you didn't find any kind of caves out there though, did you? No. The yeah. guy the but uh dude a buddy of mine though during his experience he like met his dead mother. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So God. Mm-hmm. So I mean you're not like sleep deprived, are you? Or are you just kind of maybe it's just being in the heat for that many days? It's not that hot, you're there in February. Oh in February, yeah, yeah, I guess. So. But it must get cold at night then. Well it's like I'd never gone twenty four hours without eating. That had never happened before. Yeah, I don't you know? think I've ever And I'm either. very, you know, my mind is very affect, very easily affected by things, you know? Yeah. So it's like if I don't, like by 20, the 24-hour mark, I was like, the canyon wall actually was a mural depicting the fall of Atlantis. I mean, this, I guess I could trigger it for sure. So, yeah. You know. Um. So yeah, this guy was like, I'm going to bring my nine millimeter and I'm going to go find this cave. And he uh, went out and this time this is when uh, he posted that video. And there are a lot of commenters that were strongly warning, warning him against going out mm. and finding the cave. Some pleading that he should not go back because he'll likely never return. Oh, right. Yeah. The, uh, where, where's that quote? It's like. It's so spooky, it's so spooky. Yeah, don't you have like the comment from this guy that like warned him, admonished him not to go back to the cave? I do, it's, uh, where is it? Oh yeah. So he's like, I've been doing this for 20 years or whatever, and then. The cave is nothing but trouble. Oh yeah, Lemmy Kilmeister <laughs> commented <laughs> on the video and said, do not go back there if you find that cave entrance, don't go in. If you do, you won't get out. You'll be killed by death. Mm. That's what will happen. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, he didn't. He didn't care. Kenny Beach was like, you know what? Yeah. November tenth, twenty fourteen. I'm gonna head out in the harsh desert. Third journey out to the cave. What was meant to be a 
two-day hike by himself, and he never returned. A three-hour tour. He never returned. Mm. After his scheduled return came and went, his family and friends became increasingly concerned. Mm. An intensive air and ground search was launched by authorities and volunteers to scour the area. They found nothing except for his cell phone. Right. Which is at the bottom of an old vertical mine shaft. Hmm. That's kind of weird. So they found his cell I, was phone. Was it at the bottom or was it, I thought it was at the top. No, they said they oh. found it. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. They yeah. found it lying on the Next ground to, near yeah. this vertical mine shaft with no other yeah. trails. And the weird thing about it is this guy, I mean, did he leave it there because he doesn't want, you know, to be tracked? I know he was kind of anti-GPS. Right. So maybe that was well, part of it. Well, it don't matter because there's no service there anyway. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how that, but I, he It's in the middle. That, that it, though, whole area is, is triangulated by Nellis Air Force Base. Area 51, Area 51 and something yeah. else. Like, I remember when I was doing my vision quest at night, there's just, like, so many weird crafts in the sky. Like, There's fly. Oh, wow. Yeah, just so much, like, it's, fuck, it's a fucked up weird place. Yeah. It's, it's a weird area yeah. of the country. And there's burros, bur, burros everywhere. Yeah, wild Not ones, everywhere, right? but Yeah, what? but there's wild there's burros. Wild burro. so, yeah, well, you see them. They, like, miners had them 100 years ago and then just left them there, and they're, like, apparently... They're like cockroaches. They could just live anywhere and, and... And just adapt. They're just... Yeah. And I there was one point when we were coming back, there was a, a, actually a watering hole when we were walking back to like our cars at the end of the whole thing. And there were rams were drinking from this watering hole. We were looking at it on the mountain. And then these burrows roll up and they're just like... And then they just start... They're drinking the water. Then they start just shitting in the water while they're drinking in it. The Were the rams it, pissed off? The rams looked at them like hard, like, oh, oh, you, you uh, vile creatures. And they're just like, mm, we're going. It's like a caste system yeah. for the animals. So. Um, yeah, you see the burrows every now and then when mm. you drive to Vegas. I don't know if you ever noticed that, but you can yeah. see them sometimes on the oh, side yeah. of the road. Uh, so anyway, they found the cell phone near the mine, and it was assumed that maybe Veach had fallen into the mine. But then they brought in mine experts who went down into the depths, couldn't find anything, couldn't find any traces of the missing hiker. Right. And they're like, uh, now, what, did you, what exactly did you see down there? It's like, well, there were weird scenes weird inside that gold scenes. mine. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Um, yeah, and it was just, so they, they went around the exhaustive search of the whole area, and they, they found nothing. It was like he just vanished mm. into thin air. So now, obviously, on the internet, it gave birth to conspiracies. Dun, so dun, many theories dun, 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 about dun. what happened well, to When Kenny I first Beach. found this thing, I was like, because most of these things you find, it's like, oh, it's part of an ARG. Every fucking yeah, one of these stupid um, things, it's like, are. oh, he disappeared. But it's like, no, he didn't. He just wanted to sell his fucking Kindle single about Giordano Bruno and whatever, you know, Post Malone. So like... When I looked into this, and it's like, oh, wait, no, this guy actually fucking disappeared. I yeah, was like, yeah. Well, huh. I mean, it was like, it was like he legitimately disappeared. It's just the theories. <laughs> like, th some of them mm. actually kind of make sense. Like, I would assume that, you know, I mean, it was just the remoteness, or he fell down a mine shaft, makes mm -hmm. sense, or he got trapped in a, in a cliff, you know, and died. <laughs> you know, I mean, things could happen. Trapped there's, there's in a animals. cliff. Um, We're trapped and, in a cliff. Well, not to mention this guy, yeah. you know, would go out hiking by himself, you know, oh, in yeah. brutal conditions, mm -hmm. um, without any kind of GPS. So, I mean, it's pretty he easy would. to die in that situation. Yeah. 
Um, his girlfriend has a theory about what happened. Does she now? Sherry and Pilgrim. Yeah, there's, a, there's a video, a slideshow that she put together of the two of them, and there are many adventures. I hate couples like that. I could never date a girl like that. Yeah. It's like, we got to go on adventures. It's like, my adventures go to the bar, get really drunk, come back home, have disappointing sex, and watch TV. Yeah. If I ever got married, which I don't think I would, but if I ever did, one rule would be like, if, even if I'm not there, if I'm ever referred to as a hubby. A hubby. Then I'm... Is that immediate divorce? Not, it's immediate divorce. <laughs> and I, I, like, leave the country, and I, you know, I change my name. Listen to this comment that he that this is the uh, worst thing I've ever oh, seen. Oh no, it's in my the worst life. thing. It makes it's, oh yeah. my god, horrible. it's making the bile rise up. Um, also, she looks like his mom. Yeah, she's my so god. much older too. Mm. Maybe he's trying to get away from her. Um, this is what uh, Kenny Beach describes his hikes. He mm. says, "My hikes are brutal on the body. After one of my long hikes, mm. some of my toenails turn black and fall off. It takes me three days to recover from the abuse I put myself through." What the hell is wrong with this guy? He's mental. Yeah. He's mental. So Sherry and Pilgrim, his uh, girlfriend, mm-hmm. she claims that, that Kenny came from a family with a history of depression. Uh, she explained that Kenny had been plagued by depression for years, but mm. always refused to see a doctor or take any medication for it. Seeing his depression increase, she said to him once, quote, you aren't going to pull a Robin Williams on me, are you? And this is when he opened up about his depression. Well, you aren't going to do a bunch of uh, uh, free association uh, stream of consciousness stream of as consciousness, a result of too up. much cocaine yeah. <laughs> while wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Did he, did mm. he, uh, was it, maybe I'm getting oh. confused with Michael Hutchins. Mm. Did he, remember from In, in Excess? Yeah. Well, did Robin Williams, was he autoerotically asphyxiating or did he just hang himself? He just hung himself. Okay, all right. Yeah. I guess I always. Every and there time was a I movie. I feel like there was a movie where he played a guy that was about to hang himself. Well, World's Greatest Dad. World's Greatest Dad. No, but That's... he. You know, he found his son, who no. hung himself. What? You remember that? It's a Bobcat Goldthwait movie. Oh, I'm thinking of Father's Day. I don't know if I ever saw that. It's one. terrible. It's it's him no. and Billy Crystal, and they find out they have God. a long lost son, but they don't know which one's the father. But it's like he plays some, I don't know, writer or something. And it's like he's literally about to hang himself. And then he gets the call like from his ex-girlfriend that's like, "You, my son is missing. Also, you're his father. You know. I've never seen that. It's, Billy Crystal's it's horrible. a horrible. I think I saw it on anyway. a bus. Or I saw it in some unfortunate circumstance. So Kenny said... Hmm. Um, uh, she, he asked her, I what think they go to a mighty, mighty Boston's concert looking for him, too. <laughs> I think that happens. Were they popular in Rhode Island? Were they a big band on the East Coast? Well, they were a big Boston band. But they, Ska remember, band, yeah. They had, but they had that song, that, na- that nationwide hit. Ever have to knock on wood. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never got into that band. Terrible. They're that awful. would make me commit suicide. Yeah, definitely. Having to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, when asked about suicide, he asked his, uh, his, his girlfriend, she goes, what would you think of me if I did it? And uh, mm. he also said, if he decided to do it, no one will ever find me. Which seems oddly prophetic there. You'll never find me. Yeah. 
So, you know, who knows? I mean, maybe... Uh, Self-cleaning corpse. Yeah. I mean, mm. maybe that's, that's part of it. Yeah. Um, she says that she doesn't think Kenny had an accident. She believe he committed su- believes he committed suicide. He battled depression for years, wouldn't take his medication to see a doctor. Mm. He quit his job a year before he disappeared. To start his own business. Yeah, I guess. And, and apparently it wasn't going great or something, but... Cause so, so some people are like, he faked his own death because his business wasn't going great. That's another but, theory. But actually, it's a, it's a pretty dumb theory. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I... But, I mean, if it's, yeah. but maybe that's part of it. Maybe he's in financial trouble, so he just killed himself. Mm, yeah, I mean, I mean it's possible, knows? but And I he's mean, depressed. Yeah. I like... Uh, there, here's a couple other theories. Specu- people speculated that maybe he came across some sort of foul play. Mm-hmm. Like a drug deal in the desert. Yes. Like Breaking Bad style. Right. Or found someone disposing of a corpse, which does happen a lot in sure. that area. Yeah. So maybe maybe that was part of it. Oh, yeah. Um, people said he faked his own death to escape financial burdens mm-hmm. or simply just to get away from his life. Probably get away from his girlfriend. Well, he- it's an odd way to end a relationship. But hey, you know, it might work. I mean, he, I have a few little weird uh, videos here. Some do-gooders, right? Some do-gooders. So here's part of the video of uh, of this fuckface. And it's like he's... I think he's trying to find the cave. Um, so let me just play this little... This is another guy? This isn't him? No, this is him. Oh, this, this is, is him. him. This is okay. a part of his thing. Yeah, okay. And it's... Uh... It's shaped like... It's, like, it's shaped just like the letter M. So... Lots of little caves and stuff along here, and it's about it's about level with the ground, like like right. Like now, if you look, uh, it was like right, right here. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a cave along here, kind of, and it's about or there's a wall level with the that gr- thing right there. It looks like the fucking tomb of Christ got sealed <laughs> up or something. Uh, and he's like he's looking for the M cave, and this thing is right in front of him, right? So then. There's this guy, this Liberation fella, right? Is this a guy that, uh, is he the, oh no, that's Let Me Kill Mr. The Comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is some other, just some weirdo who likes to hike, you know? And uh, there's this, now there are some people who say that they go to that mine shaft that, where I think they found this phone and that also that he's standing in front of when he was talking the last oh, time yeah, I played yeah, him the, talking. The video. And they say that there's this part where they look down the shaft and you hear like somebody yell like, Help me something or something weird. So listen, listen for that very closely. Here we go. This is a big, big hole. Got a flashlight. There you go. It doesn't even shine. This is it. Sound like a child. I know. Wow. Yeah. Did he have a child down there with him? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> There's a barrel down there. This is a giant. I, I would say. Anyway, so that's maybe he weird. turned into a child. Oh, like in like uh, Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Jason takes Manhattan, or Benjamin Buttons. Yeah. <laughs> Did that happen in Benjamin Buttons? Like, first of all, <laughs> it's not called Benjamin Buttons. <laughs> What's it called? Because that's a clown's name. Okay. It's called. <laughs> Yeah, was, like in that uh, Benjamin Buttons. I thought that was the Brad Pitt movie. It's where... called The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. All right? Button. <laughs> I was pretty close. Oh the Curious God. Case of Benjamin Button. 
<laughs> yeah, and uh, Benjamin Buttons. I thought he had that Benjamin Buttons disease. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> so he basically turned into a child at the bottom of this mind Well, and I don't know. Well, all I know is in, in Jason Takes Manhattan, when like a, I don't know, like a flood of sewage that. comes pouring through the sewer and uh, and goes through Jason because he gets freaked out by water because that's how he died. He turns from a you know giant misshapen undead uh, rotundo into a boy, a, a drowning child? boy. Really? Yeah. Huh. So magical uh, sewage. So that might be it. So then, so there's that. <clears throat> then this guy found that little weird you know Jesus Christ sealed tomb thing. Uh, and that he, he thinks is the M cave. He thinks, yeah. He's like they, it's, they, they there was a cave it. here. They made to look, they tried to make it look natural. And here we go. I'm off on the end of. Oh my gosh, it's like right on the camera. That's crazy. Big old. It's just a B. So you oh, have this go. stuff. Yeah. Clearly, I mean. It's got that same like white seam. Who knows? Okay. I don't. I don't know. Where is it? And then once again, there's the hole that you see. This is super Kenny's over here. This whole area. Thing. Because even here, it starts mm. this seam. Hmm. There's just like a different colored over rock here. kind of thing. And then he's going to the. You but has anyone actually found the cave? And then clearly, no. Well, know, what the what this guy's saying we is that we had the same fill in. There's not a cave anymore. Was filled oh, it's, in. It's, it was sealed it's, it's in sealed and in. made to look like Come a natural on. seal. Like, hmm. like uh, where, where is this thing? It's gonna back up and show the end. By the Men in Black. Here come the Men in Black. That's it. Wait, show the fucking thing again, you fucking hiking moron. <laughs> Hold on. I swear to God, I'm going to fucking kill this fucking right clown. Now. Here we go. Okay, there's, there's what to get there. We're getting there, folks. Even right here, it looks a little weird. <coughs> I hate you. Hold on. This guy's got the coronavirus. Because it's all like separate. It. Is that it? No, that's... How different. are they even like... Or maybe, Is that it? Maybe that is it. Holding themselves up, you know? <laughs> and then right there, there's a whole piece of a, a rock missing. Do you think the cave is huh. giving him that cough? Looks pretty convenient. Yeah, I, I think pulses. he said when he went up to it, he got like a weird feeling or some shit. All this rock. So oh, maybe it's over here. Wait, I think he does get a like a... Right here, we'll move too. Yeah, I can feel it. Yeah. I can, I can nudge it. Budge it a little. This was probably put here. Hmm. He's like bought yeah. in yeah, hook, line, and sinker. He touches it. And look at it from this side. See, that's what they're saying, yeah. though. Shadowy military organizations yes. went out and sealed this that cave. does not match up. And I doubt that moved because this... Internet conspiracy theorists. Because there are a lot of stupid, like, YouTube... This is a separate piece from this you know, and this. Mysterious bullshit that cover this it thing. It looks close. None Maybe. of them talk about this. Yeah, yeah. Probably because they. Well, how many? How many do you think actually went out there to find have... the cave? We no, none of them. Yeah. Only this weirdo did. Yeah. This guy did. But, but there's a, but that's the thing. There's all this speculation, internet theories. People say it's like military organization. Here, did here's it. a little crack. Aliens. It's not. It's just like no. it looks like someone just dropped it here. 
I forget if he feels like the sense of foreboding from the because one theory about the the you know the vibrations and the, all right, I'm tired of looking at this fucker's face. Uh, it, the vibrations and the, the the sense of foreboding is that it's actually infrasonic sound. Yeah, they mm. they said that the frequency of 110 uh, hertz has been found to have to influence human senses. Yeah. So uh, you know that people do cave chanting. Have you ever heard of that? <clears throat> no. What the fuck is that? <laughs> the people cultures engage in the cave fuck? chanting, or they seek spiritual enlightenment, and they congregate in caves that have this frequency. And the frequency is supposed to have some kind of like effect on your senses. It's the same thing with cathedrals that are mm. acoustically designed to mm. achieve like a particular resonance. Right. So it's the same kind of deal. So maybe this cave had this resonance and that was... In the works of Judy Sill yeah. also. Yeah, in the it? works of Judy Sill. Same yeah. kind, she, can pr- she can produce the same cave harmonies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, people are saying that, you know, these, there might be aliens that took him or maybe he found a portal, a hmm. portal to another dimension. Um, they say that Veach had a fascination with the occult and that he may have known where the cave was and what it was all along only to dis- disappear within it when he got too close. Oh my. In the macabre power of the cave. The macabre power of the cave. Um, but mm. yeah, so that, that's, that's the kind of the weird thing. I mean, caves, you know, this, you know, it's intriguing that, you know, maybe, maybe it is a portal or maybe it's an entrance to a top secret network of caverns that go to, you know, Nellis Air Force Base. Well, it does, it does like fall Dulce into base. the, uh, right, fall yeah. into the thing that the, the, of course, the reptilians have a series of tunnels that go all the way from like Arizona through Nevada to California and New Mexico. And maybe he stumbled so on it. Maybe he stumbled upon it. And now he's just trapped down there. Yep. Who knows? And then uh, he's, he'll be stuck down there as a child until Jizzy Jake comes out here and throws the rave in a cave, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so mm. that's what I was thinking after reading this, because no one's found the guy. No one's found no. the cave. I think Sick and Wrong should do an expedition. You, Jizzy Jake, and Schlitzy going out there to find the MK. Like, get the dream team back together. Yeah. We'll, fin- we'll finance the expedition with Patreon money. Why do I always have to do this? <laughs> you got all that free time. Mm. Um, yeah, do you, do you think Jizzy Jake would be down? Yeah, You're not I think going he's pretty alone. busy these days. He's, he's got clown romance or whatever. Yeah, I guess he does. I don't know yeah. if he'd be down to do this. But maybe you guys could go out. We'll like outfit you all with GoPros. Mm. It'd be like Blair Witch Project or something. Right. Going out there trying to find the cave. Although if, if we actually did die and they're like, we found the footage of the, no, everyone is so tired of found footage. They're like, we're not even going to watch it. We just don't care. Found footage Sorry. horror movies. Like it, no one gives a shit. It's so over. We're not but doing it. I am interested though. I mean, it's like mm. this cave obviously is out there, but no one's actually found it. Maybe it has been covered up. Mm. I don't know. I, th- I think the dream team should get back together. Go out and find it. Schlitzie would be down. Mm. I bet you're Slitzy for sure. And Jizzy Jake is always seem, seems to be up for an adventure. Uh, you know, I think they've got their own things going on in their own, <laughs> like, states. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You know who's going to be down? Buffalo Bill. I couldn't Bill. even go to Mexico to go to this Oh, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. yeah. My God. Ended up happening. Well, Jeez. anyway, maybe one day we'll find out what happened to Kenny Beach. I like the idea that it was a Benjamin Button kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's a child that's just living in some cave. You know who also did that, who uh, aged backwards? Uh, Merlin. Oh, did he? That's right. He did. 
So like at when when King Arthur got to be an old man, you know, Merlin was like a fucking was teenager. like a ten year old. Yeah, something like that. So did Tom Hanks and Big. No, if you recall, no, that's not did how he? that worked. I thought he like became he just a boy. turned into a child and then he turned back. Oh, and then there he was came no progression or <laughs> yeah. Maybe that, mm. but who knows? Maybe it's a portal of youth or something. Mm. I don't know. You never know what could happen. Um, but yeah, you know that's it's a pretty interesting case. Mm. So if you just if you just did a search for Kenny Veach on YouTube, are you going to find his videos? I think you're going to. Um... Yeah, you're going to find, first you're going to find the definition for Kenny Veach and it's going to say like, some white people shit. <laughs> That's the first thing you're going to find. It's exactly so, what it was. Yeah. Uh, people, this is episode 729 here, Sick and Wrong. Uh, we have some news stories coming up next. We have some phone calls a little bit later. But first, uh, how about a word about our Patreon page? Hi, this is Wolford Brimley. And if you're anything like me, you can't get enough of Sick and Wrong. Sick and Wrong helps me with my diabetes. How's that? Because I subscribe to Sick and Wrong's Patreon. I get extra shows, extra phone calls, and it's just the right thing to do to support these two dirty fucking Jews. Again, I'm Wilford Brimley, signing off for Sick and Wrong. Sign up for the Patreon. So first story we have here uh, came in from Mark. Mark from Banbury, England, who likes to use a lot of exclamation points. This guy's using like four exclamation points after everything he says. Mm. Here you go, you couple of pricks. A story for you. Mm. Three exclamation points. Give us a shout on the show, please. Three exclamation points. It's like, okay, man. Pretty excited there. Mm. Here's a shout out to Mark. Um, this is a great story, though. A lot of people sent this in. Um, there's, there's some, like, English jargon in here that I, wasn't, mm. I was unsure about, like uh, the term allotment. Do you know what that is? No. I had to look that up. I mean, um, I know what the word means, but. Yeah, allotment is like a garden, like a shared garden that you have. A community garden. Yeah, a community garden. Mm. Which I, do we even have? I guess we kind of have those here, sort of. I mean, we there was there's a lot of them in like New York City, like a community garden that yeah. everybody goes in. Yeah, mm. I mean, you don't really see that as much out Giuliani here. Giuliani tried to close close a lot of them down. God, that guy hates porn, hates He's gardening. A piece of shit. That guy is Nosferatu a piece of shit. looking motherfucker. Yeah. Allotment holder tells of queer day when Odessa Carey visited his shed and produced a head. It's like Dr. Seuss. Mm. John Murray, who lives on his allotment in Ashington, said he found Odessa Carey. He lives on his... He lives there, I guess. This sounds more like some kind of fucking feudalism thing. You know, <laughs> you got Dude, your serfs and no your vassals. I have no idea how the English gardens work. Oh, my allotment. I live Jesus. on my allotment. I think mm. this guy's a pensioner. It seems like it. Okay. Um, so he lives What's on his allotment. What's he planting there? Oh, I've been planting rapeseed for the last three seasons. <laughs> well, that's when you go out to the country and then people just start matter-of-factly talking about rapeseed. What is rapeseed? Like, some kind of shit that people plant. Is that plant. like they grow out crop. there? It's yeah, a it's crop. a crop. Yeah. And does it produce rapists? 
Yes. <laughs> what does it look like? What does it make? I don't know. That's but where it's treacle a, it's a thing comes that from. People, that it's some kind of grain, huh. you know? It's how they I make buck know. fast. Mm. Um, John Murray lives on his allotment in Ashington, said he found a desiccary wiping blood off her hands and arms. And then she took a woman's head out of her bag. Yeah, that's what happens in an English garden. Right. Um, John said he returned to his shed on his allotment where he lives to find Carrie had let herself in, in the shed, and was just wiping blood off her arms and hands. Mm. He told jurors that Carrie, who was wearing a pink onesie and odd socks, was in good fettle, but kept nodding off. I don't know if she was she on, was on something. on fentanyl? No, she was in good fettle. The fuck is that? I have no idea. That's Jesus what I'm saying. There's a Christ. lot of weird English jargon. Yeah. F-E-T-T-L-E. Good fettle. Oh, good fettle. Good fettle. Go and fetch the hobgoblin bombdignard <laughs> and uh, meet me at the allotment. Hmm. She then reached for a blue fettle McKenzie bag. Oh, in good mood. In what language? I don't know. Is that English? Well, fetty Gaelic? Fetty is slang for uh, fentanyl. Are you talking about Fetty Wap? Fetty Wap. Well, that's... His name derives from that, right? Oh. So yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Fetty. Fettle. My Fetty's put me in quite the f- pleasant Fettle. I'm in good Fettle this mm. evening. Uh, she then mm. reached for a blue Mackenzie bag, pulled out a head wrapped in a pillowcase and a towel, kissed it on the forehead, and put it back in the bag. Just doing a bit of gardening when all of a sudden I come out with my severed head. Maybe that's what, you know, nothing unusual there. Uh, Carrie, 36 years old, of no fixed address, is too unwell to be tried for murder, but a trial of the facts is being held at Newcastle Crown Court to determine if she actually killed her 73-year-old mother. Is there, that that implies there's, there's... Somewhere else, they're holding a trial of not facts. But that, I, I guess, I don't know how it works in England mm. with their funny wigs, mm. but uh, they, <laughs> she's too unwell. She's obviously, mm. you know, uh, incompetent to stand trial, mm. but they still hold a trial for the facts just to get the facts out there. Is that how it works? Even if you're mental mm. and you're going to go to an institution, they still want a trial. That seems like a waste of time and money. Yeah, because here mm. it's just like your incompetent stand trial is going to lock you up. Just write up some shit. So anyway, mm. uh, they called Mr. Murray uh, to uh, as a witness, and uh, he was speaking in uh, in court. Mm. So this is this is his account. It's kind of long. Mr. Murray, can you speak to your fettle on the day of the allotment? <laughs> this is exactly what okay. his, yeah. his fettle. I think actually he was in in high spirits because he just mm. this guy likes to drink a lot. You could tell. I think he's like. I think that's what happens when you retire. Oh, um, well, you drink a lot in England anyway. But when you retire, that's mm. pretty much all you do mm. is you just drink at the pub Mr. all day. Badger. Yeah. So on April sixth, Mr. Murray, this is last year, returned to the mm. shed from the pub. I like how this guy just lives in a shed. That's where he lives. <laughs> he just lives in the shed. He returned to the shed it's a, it's from the a pub, dream. It's a and dream. he found Odessa Carey in the shed. Mm. He said she looked really scruffy but had makeup on, which is mm. very unusual. So mm. he knew her. I mean, he knew her, her uh, late father too. Um, but it's just like, just weird Odessa. He told court, I found Odessa there. I shocked her. She mustn't have realized I'd be back. Well, it is your shed slash home. Yeah. 
Uh, she was in the shed sitting on a seat, and she was wiping her arms and hands. She appeared to be wiping blood. She was using baby wipes. That's and he weird. said, I don't even have baby wipes in my shed. Okay. <laughs> I wonder where his toilet Can you believe is. believe it? Uh, he said uh, she cleaned blood from both arms and hands, but he couldn't see any source for the blood coming from her. And she was wearing this pink onesie with two odd socks. Hmm. Um, he added, this is my favorite line from the whole thing. She was just chilling. I like this guy's pretty hip. Mm, yeah. She was in good fettle, but tired, and she kept nodding off to sleep. And she was sat... Fetty you up. Yeah, she sat there on a red bar stool. Hmm. After a while, she reached for a blue bag. And so I sat right next to her. And so the prosecutor said, did she produce something from that bag? And Mr. Murray replied, yes, a towel and a pillowcase. Then she produced a head. Prosecutor Whoa. asked, what type of head? He said, definitely human. Mm. He went on to say it was the head of a white woman aged roughly in her 60s with light hair. Asked what Carrie did, Mr. Murray said, well, she kissed it on the forehead. Then she put it back in the bag very carefully inside the towel and the pillowcase. He added, I didn't recognize the head. He said, then he said, and this is, this is a very interesting part of the story. Because if you were an old man, mm. slightly drunk, returned to your shed, and you found a woman who, who appeared to be, I don't know, obviously in disarray, in like covered in blood. Pink rat bunny <laughs> footy pajamas. Yeah, and yeah, her okay. pink onesie with her odd yeah. socks. Mm -hmm. And she produced the head, kissed mm. it, and then put it back in the bag. Would you get the fuck mm. out of the shed? Yeah. I would run well, out of that I'd be shed. like, oh... Because that's one of those, like, so this is how it ends moments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. I would be like, okay, this yeah. weird, insane mm. woman is in my home. Mm. She has a severed head. She's covered in blood. I think I'm going to go back to the pub. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, he didn't do that. He says, I knew what I had seen, but I wasn't prepared to leave Odessa in the shed. And I didn't have a mobile phone. And she didn't have a mobile phone. And my friend that lives nearby would be in the pub. So we just sat and relaxed. And we had another drink for an hour or so. Mm. So he's just like, have a Pim's cup, love. Mm. You know, it's like they're sitting there. She had just produced a head from a bag, yeah. kissed it. She's covered in blood. What is that again? That's a crack cocaine and gin? Yeah, I think that's Something pretty like much that? what they okay. But th these, th these people are true British alcoholics. Mm. Well, at least he is. To be able to sit there after seeing something like that and not like run out screaming and calling, you know, Nine nine nine. Yeah, he's like, nah. We just had for another hour, or so just had some drinks, caught up on old times. He then said she got up, picked up the bag, and left. Hmm. And after a while, he said he went back to the pub, telling jurors, "I spoke to another customer, and I told them I was confused at what I had just seen." I said, "I've had a queer day." Hmm. He had a queer day. I mean, maybe he thought he was having like a I don't know a Jameson induced hallucination or something, right? Who knows? He said he didn't. He he didn't believe Queer me. Day. That parade's not till next week. <laughs> what are you talking about? He didn't believe me, so mm. I didn't believe myself. And apparently, I guess he told the bartender there about it, and she immediately phoned the police. Hmm. And so then, police went over to Mrs. Carey's home, and they, uh, having forced entry, they went upstairs to the bedroom. Straight away on the wall to the left of the door, it was covered in blood. There was blood sp spatter. Blood splatter and squirted blood all over the walls. They pulled the quilt back on the bed and they found a body 
just headless, lying on its back. And this is what the officer said, quote, I saw the tummy. It was cut and the insides appeared to be out, although still in, if that makes sense. I could see the insides of the tummy. Of who, whose body is this? The mother, her mother. Oh, okay, okay. But what cop says the word tummy? That is weird. Yeah. Is that just normal for cop? Is this like hot fuzz or something? Is, it, that, is that normal over there? <laughs> I, that's, you know, that's what you learn in forensics uh, I guess. It's like, class, yeah. that's a tummy, and there were insides out of the tummy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Uh, the officer said mirrors in the wardrobe were smashed, and there's blood all over. The wash basin was smashed. In the bath, there were some tools, a knife oh, and a mallet and a bowl, like a washing up bowl, probably mm. three quarters full with what appeared to be blood and brains. Oh, no. And there were knives on the floor. The trial continues. The trial continues in the night, night, night. Yeah, just night. like Mr. Murray's just, you know, mm. he's kind of drunk. He's probably had a few drinks, you mm. know, goes back home to take a little nap. Finds the crazy woman in the shed. She pulls out the decapitated head and he's just like, oh, that's your mom. How's she mm. doing? Mm. And just doesn't even care. No. Yeah. The weird mm. thing about it, too, is the mother um, who is murdered, same name as the daughter. They both have the same name, Odessa mm. Carey. I didn't think women did that. It does happen sometimes. But then are you a junior? Doesn't it say she's a junior? No, the... it doesn't say a junior. It just no. says the same name. Because like what... with men, it's a junior, right? Yes. Although, you know, Jews never do that. They don't. No, yeah. I don't know you if it's against like the, the Jewish law, but you got to yeah. name after somebody. And you can't, name, you can't be named after somebody living. You have to, no, you have to be named after your, your first initial is your great, uh, you, the, the first letter of your first name is uh, the name of your great grandmother. And then the first letter of your middle name is your other great grandmother or something like is that. Is that how it works? That's how they did it for me. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, I was just named after my deceased grandfather. Right. Died a few weeks mm. before me. Well, the um, I remember my Zadie would always, like when I was go visit him, he'd be, at the end of the visit, he'd be like, all right, kiss Kepi. And that would be like, I would. What is that? I mean, I'd have to kiss his like leathery forehead. <laughs> his oh, liver his spotted. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I guess that's Yiddish for like. For head. I guess right? Kopf is German for head. So Kepi is, I don't know, like Yiddish is kind of like some kind of. Did you hate having to do that? Bastardized German. Um, like, like, were you filled with dread when he'd be like, because you knew that was going to come at the end no, of it? No, indif- I was indifferent to it. I just thought it was odd kiss me Kepi Harrison because I didn't know I'm like what the fuck is what does that mean see like Hans Molman like what's all a leathery I don't even know what's going on you know so mm. yeah so uh, there you go that's what happens when you drink at the English pub and you live in an allotment hmm. weird things happen yeah what do you have here for the second story all right, right. I'm growing rapeseed in my allotment Rapeseed. Two badly decomposed bodies found near Haines City. Detectives nab alleged killer. Three suspects in all were arrested. Saturday by the Polk County Sheriff's Office. Who? Is that a Nick Cave song? No, it's, oh. um, you know, um, 
That they ride a painted pony, let the spin. Oh, uh, Steppenwolf. What goes up? Is that, that Steppenwolf? That was not Steppenwolf. Oh, okay. It was decidedly <laughs> not Steppenwolf. I thought you were singing Magic Carpet Ride for a second. Da-na-na-na. All right. You know what this, the worst part about Magic Carpet Ride is? Is they Just only the song, the have sound. the verse for like a, the coolest part of the song last fucking t- 20 seconds. And then the rest of it's just bullshit. I didn't even know there was anything cool about that song. <sighs> I used to like part of it. <laughs> anyway, Polk County, Florida Sheriff's off uh, Detectives, they arrested uh, Todd Michael Jackson. <laughs> Todd Michael Jackson. Todd Michael Jackson. It's a great name. After a brief manhunt for the man they say murdered a married couple and dumped their bodies in a swamp. Yeah, that's the beauty of living, or the convenience of living in Florida. Mm. The swamp is just an easy place to dump a body. Yeah. Because then won't the uh, gators eat it? Yes, but they're usually not going to, like, get rid of your problem. Yeah, you know? I guess that's true. I mean, they're not pigs or, you know, pigs, yeah, maybe. Pigs, that, that'll solve pigs would do. If you mm. had pigs, swamp pigs. Swamp pigs. Yeah. They got boar. I think they got wild they boar swamp in them, pigs. them their swamps, you know? Uh, Jackson was booked on two uh, first-degree murder charges for the deaths of Raymond and Crystal Klein. Hmm. So Jackson had fled the area sometime after the night he shot both of them to death while they slept in their bed, then dumped their bodies in the swampy, low-lying woods behind their home. So... I mean, I guess like in Vegas or Nevada desert, you could just bury someone in the desert. They'll never be found. Yes. But the problem with uh, the swamp is, Mm. you know, you can't really just dig and bury a corpse in that. No. And if you do, it turns into swamp thing. That is true. And then it'll come back. I think the best thing to do is just encase it in concrete and build a gazebo. Yes. Because then you have a place to hang out. Dexter do that or somebody. Did he? Probably. There was some fucking movie where that built a gazebo? That. Yeah. Over a corpse? Yes. I don't know. That's it's, where it's you a... got this idea. You didn't just I fucking invent it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I remember I would probably do I it. I remember it from something. It's a good huh. idea. It is a good idea. And somebody in the live stream, I bet, knows what the fuck is you know, going on. There's right, a, no, you know, no, that's the knows. thing. It's it's like I don't know if I'll ever own a home with a nice gazebo, but mm. I'd like to. That's the takeaway? Yeah, I wouldn't okay. mind having a gazebo. Do you ever have a gazebo? No. It'd be nice to have a gazebo. All right. So, um, gazebos are for parks, you know? Yeah, I guess Not that's for true. for homes. My God. All right, so uh, the last time anyone saw 33-year-old Raymond Mark Klein alive was when he was scrapping metal on February 21st, and neither he nor his wife, Crystal Ann, had been seen or heard from since. Scrapping metal. That's like a job in Florida. That is a job. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a vocation. Yeah. I'm a metal scrapper. Yeah. Okay. So obviously he didn't yeah. murder these people for money, did he? Because uh, I don't think here, they had much. Yeah, I mean, uh, like in other parts of the country, we call it, um, you know, it's it's the homeless gig economy. Yeah. It's copper. <laughs> you know, copper collection. That's right? what tweakers do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there it's uh, scrapping metal. Scrapping know? metal. Yeah. Um, so the alleged murders might have never been discovered if several tipsters hadn't called the sheriffs. They went above and beyond, but that's what good people do in Polk County. 
they right wrongs, and our witnesses were trying to right a wrong. Hmm. The investigation began with the strange reports about a suspicious woman at a Haines City home who was trying to sell a truck for $200. <laughs> $200 hmm. for a truck. Yeah. That is kind of suspicious. Well, uh, this story began like every story in Polk County does. Someone trying to sell a truck for $200. $200. Although I'm surprised in Florida you'd think mm. that would happen frequently. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll buy that truck. It does, it's yeah. like and no one's going to even ask if you have the title. It's like, yeah, I paid $200 for a truck. I'm sure Jizzy Jake has bought a truck that way. It doesn't even seem like he went that for far into the swamp. Like into the Everglades or whatever, you know? Aren't you supposed to get in one of those airboats? Air, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Just dump it? Yeah. So, um, at least one caller told the sheriff's office that Amberlyn Nichols, 19, told potential buyers that she was selling the truck because man who bought it didn't need it any longer. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, <sighs> all right. Okay. Makes sense. This writer was raised on swamp water. Um, so, well, do you know why the owner didn't need the truck any longer? Judd asked reporters Saturday. Because he was dead. He was murdered. And she was actually telling people that the victim had been shot in the head and was dead. And Wait. they needed to get rid of the, the truck. But th this was the way she was trying to sell the truck. She was yeah. saying the owner, the yep. previous owner, had yeah. been murdered. Mm -hmm. And so we're just trying to sell the truck for $200. Mm -hmm. She could have made up any story at all. <laughs> you know? So. Florida's not known for their brilliant criminals. No. You know? No. Brilliant criminal minds of Floridians. Like, is it worth the $200? Just drive it into the swamp. Yeah, just My dump God. it at yeah. a shopping center. Mm -hmm. Like, who cares? Like, what? Yeah. For 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. So the caller um, sent investigators to the Kleins' home where Judd said Nichols quickly confessed to her part in the murders and led investigators to two badly decomposed bodies. She is the worst. Yeah. God, she's the worst accomplice I've ever heard. Yeah, really not good. Yeah. Hmm. Now, does that mean they were very decomposed or they decomposed, like, badly? Oh, just like not, not an attractive decomposition? Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> it sounds like they were badly decomposed. You know, like white people age badly don't, kind of thing. Don't they usually, if you just dump in this, don't they fill up with like gases and yep. they just become all bloated? They do, yeah. Yeah. Um, white trash this pinatas. Is how, this is how Solomon Grundy was born. Was it? <laughs> yeah, he was Cyrus Gold, the, the gangster. And he got killed and dumped in the fucking... Uh, what the fuck is the name of that swamp? I don't remember the name of this. S is it Slaughter Louisiana? Swamp. A slaughter, slaughter swamp. Slaughter Swamp. And then he came back as uh, Solomon Grundy. Hmm. So, there you go. A little bit of... To avenge of, his death. Uh-huh. So, uh, burr -ba -ba -ba. Jackson is her stepfather, Nichols told investigators, and was also friends with Raymond Klein. But the friendship turned deadly. After Jackson claimed that Raymond owed him three thirty thousand dollars, thirty. How would this guy who collects what is he a scrap metal person? A, a how would scrap he have thirty? Metalist. Like where? Yeah. yeah. How would he even have thirty thousand dollars to give to Todd Michael Jackson? 
Wait, no, Jackson was the scrap metalist. Oh. Raymond Klein was who knows, who the hell knows. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. He was at least married, so he had something. Uh, so he must, and he probably had a home. Mm. So maybe he did have $30,000. Owed him $30,000. When the what? debt was never repaid, Jackson broke into the Klein's home uh, in the middle of the night, crept into their bedroom, drew his handgun, and fatally shot them in the head. It's like hillbilly justice right there. Yeah. Yeah. According to Nichols' confession... And good luck getting your money now, fucking genius. <laughs> you know? They don't call me Todd Michael Jackson because I had a successful album called Thriller. Did he? He never says what the guy owed him $30,000 for. Was it for scrap metal? <laughs> yes. It's a lot of scrap metal. That is a lot of scrap metal. Uh, yeah, so according to Nichols' confession, Jackson then called his stepdaughter and her boyfriend... Larry L.J. Waters Jr. <laughs> the two geniuses. Yeah, he's 19. Uh, right. They called uh, to the house for help cleaning up the scene and disposing of the bodies. He a boy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, you, and he knows that they're dependable. Yeah. You know, and trustworthy. And suffer from fetal alcohol syndrome. <laughs> like most Floridians. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jackson removed the small air conditioning unit from the couple's bedroom window so he could push the bodies out onto the lawn. It's fucking weird. <laughs> Wait, I don't... <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. Why, why not just wrap them in like a fucking sheet a and carry them outside or a rug know. or something? I don't know. I don't know. Um, then he and his two accomplices piled the bodies onto a furniture dolly and push them from the house into the swamp. Okay. Mm. So they threw the bodies, or they pushed the bodies outside of a window. Oh, yeah. And they put them on a furniture dolly and just mm. chucked them in the swamp. Yep. There's you know got to be more effective ways to dis dispose of a corpse. Why not just cut them? Like, why not, like, sever their limbs? That's a lot, man. I guess, you know? but I mean, it's like, That you dolly know. actually sounds like a good idea. Well, the so. dolly does sound like mm. a good idea, but if you're mm. going to... If they would have done this right, you would have severed the limbs in a bathtub, then taken the pieces and just kind of fed it to the gators. Probably the thing to do would be to take them out to the swamp and then uh, uh, hack chop them up. them up there. Yeah, actually, that's yeah, a good idea. So. Maybe put them on the dolly, take yep. them out, and hack them up. That's right. So, um, yeah, Nichols told deputies she usually... Oh, my God. <laughs> Ah, uh, Nichols told deputies she usually lives in a tent in Saddle Creek Park. <laughs> <laughs> I usually live in a tent uh, in Saddle Creek Park. Well, all right, it's not a tent. It's really more of a lean-to. Well, God, I get it's a it's you know one of them like big pieces of paper that they that it's blue and they draw a house on it. I live under that. On one of them. It's like meth. Not yeah. even once. Um, she normally lives in a tent, but had been living off and on in the Klein's home since the night of the murders. <laughs> wow, so she's a mm. bit of an opportunist, this one. Yeah. Here she is, living in her tent in the park with her... with her. Was that her boyfriend, LJ? Yep. So the two of them live in a tent. Where does Todd Michael Jackson live? Does he live in a tent as well? Who yeah. knows? Yeah. But so it's great. They kill them and then just kind of move into the home as if no one would notice. 
you know, he lives in a in an immobile, desiccated car, probably, <laughs> if I had to guess. Um, he probably lived in his truck. Oh, yeah, know? he probably did. Probably lives in the swamp. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So neither Nichols nor Waters, her boyfriend, claimed to have seen or heard from Jackson since, since that night. Oh, he just took off. Mm-hmm. Why would they help him? I don't even get it. Well, I guess they're getting a free home out of the deal. Because she's his stepdaughter. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a, there's, there's a familial bond there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. And that's so it. They, and arrested so that they, him. Caught they arrested him. They arrested him... Near his home, they found them, and they arrested him, and uh, the kids have been charged. And, uh, yeah, there you go. It's a classic Florida murder mystery right it here. It is. Yeah. yeah. You know? Not much of a mystery, but <laughs> it's a murder. <laughs> it's know? a murder, so. and that's what happens. That's yeah, what happens in Florida. Yeah, 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 yeah. People send your story to secretpodcast at gmail.com. We have some phone calls coming up next, 323-522-4032. But before we get to that, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Hey guys, it's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, my Lugaric's disease got pretty bad. Let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code diddle d-i-d-d-l-e I am now a new man. Thanks. So we got a few phone calls to get to. People, you can call the sticker on hotline, 323-522-4032. Uh, remember to keep it under three minutes, but I don't think you have much of a choice. I think you just get cut off after mm-hmm. three minutes. I like that. Anyway, first call we have here is from a guy who is, uh, I guess, remarking on waiting for Harrison. He's mm. waiting for Harrison. That's what this guy's doing. Oh. Mm. What's up, dudes? Smith here. Is it just me? Hey, Smith. Or is waiting for Harrison to... <laughs> Who the fuck is... Yeah. Smith! I like, hey, I like, I like how he's just like, hey, it's Smith here. It's hey, like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. our old buddy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Hey, Smith. Who can How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> Long time no here. Yeah. All right. Fucking waiting for GoBot, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kill himself. Kind of like waiting for that dude from Hot Tub Time Machine to get his arm pulled off. It sort of feels like it sometimes. Okay. What? He's saying, is waiting for Harrison to kill himself mm. kind of like waiting for that guy from Hot Tub Time Machine to get his arm cut off? Or you know, I off? saw that movie, and I actually kind of liked that movie. I don't remember anything about a fucking arm. You know, you know? do you ever see But this? I guess that's classic Smitty. You know, <laughs> yeah, he remembers classic details like Smitty. that. Yeah. Did you ever see the second one? No. Unwatchable. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. even finish it. But the first one was kind of cool. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was all right. The, the one I thing watched I, it in rehab. The one thing that was kind of funny about the mm. second one is if you remember at the end, what's his name? The bald guy, the bald comedian guy? Rob Cordry. Rob Cordry. He stayed behind. Mm, yeah. And so uh, what ended up happening, but in the second one, it's like it's an alter- like an alternate reality where yeah. he 
like recorded like all the Guns N' Roses songs, but he couldn't remember all the lyrics. Yeah. So he kind of did all the songs, but his own versions. And so he was like a huge rock star yeah. in the future. Right. But with like bastardized versions of Guns N' Roses songs. Okay. Yeah. Well. That was my only takeaway from that second movie. Okay. The, but they, was, wasn't it a totally different cast or something? Cordry was in oh, it, okay. but I think everybody, I don't think, uh, oh. who was in it? Was it Paul Rudd in it? What I didn't understand, no, he wasn't in it. It's like the one movie he's not in. Cusack. Okay, Cusack yeah. wasn't in the second one. Uh, what I didn't understand, but the movie, why, he's the only one that's like, oh, I can just live my life over again and make better choices. Everyone else is like, nah, we'll no, just we're go, back go back to, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, go back why. to, you know, working at the insurance company. Look, like, what the fuck? <laughs> But I who, mean, the black who gets guy, the arm ripped it, off? But like, my God, who gets what? his arm ripped off though? I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, some, I don't remember that either. Anyway, you know. well, anyway, I hope it doesn't happen too soon, because I was actually almost just about to revoke Harrison's probationary status as an official sick and wrong host. Smitty has a mm. lot of power, the Smitty. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Mm. It's like, ugh. I don't even have the energy, you know? <laughs> so, anyway, keep up the good work, guys. If you don't play this call, B, I am going to come to L.A. and make myself that Jew skin jacket you accused me of wanting right before Lance left the show. Peace. That's the only was this guy the like, third host of the show or I, something? <laughs> who, who is this guy? He sounds Smith, like he's like, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Smith, How do you not know sure. Smith? You right, know yeah. Smith. We of all know course. Smith. Yeah. God, Smith. Look, mm. good. I mean, mm. he's been a long time, mm. you know, contributor to the show. I mean, it's kind of hard to do an episode without thinking of Smith, you know? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> But there you go, Smith. Thanks mm. for uh, your contribution. And yeah, we all wait with bated breath for Harrison to finally off himself. That's right. One day. One day. You'll see. Um, second call we have here is uh, from a woman who apparently has a dog that likes to lick her hubby. Please don't say hubby. <laughs> like, don't even say it. <laughs> you know? Who even says hubby? Is that? I think people say. Do that. they? Do people say that? I see people like write it on Facebook, and it's like unfriended, God. blocked. Yeah, immediately fired Just out of a fucking cannon, murdered into space. Hubby. Yeah. Hi, D. Hi, Harrison. Hello. Um, I'm decided to send you this message just to see if you have any. Sharon Osborne. It <laughs> <laughs> is Sharon Osborne. Okay, I think. yeah. Hmm. The ideas really, what could help. Um, basically, we adopted a cockapoo a few years. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I love how the English pronounce that. A cockapoo. A cockapoo. A cockapoo. Isn't that what uh, R. Kelly's into? A- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's different from a peekapoo. It is different from a peekapoo. Peekapoo, cockapoo. This this is a far cry from Smith. Yeah, yeah. You know, my God. I know what Smith thinks about this. Hmm. Years ago, 
and he wouldn't sleep downstairs. He would put him in the kitchen at night and he'd just howl and howl and howl. So we ended up in Jesus a situation Christ. where he sleeps with us in our room on the bed. Now, at first, he'd get on the bed and after a little while, he'd get off the bed and go to sleep on the floor. And me and my husband, like, continued with quite a normal sex life, regular, nice. <laughs> and then we had a situation one... Well, I kind of... That means dogless, I assume? Yeah. I'm what kind does of, that mean? I'm kind of fearing where this, yeah. the territory this is yeah. about to head, but I, I kind of... Yeah. I haven't listened to this call, actually, but I kind of uh, can speculate about where this is going. Hmm. <sighs> Night when we were, I, th I think my husband was pleasuring me and was sort of on his knees <laughs> in front of me, bent, bent over and down. I was lying down and we didn't well, okay, realize. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. She's laying on her back. Husband's like kind of on all fours, you know, giving her a good licking. Yeah. And so meanwhile, where's the cockapoo? Oh, no. This is about to turn into okay. menage a trois. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good God. Ugh, all right. Hmm. The dog had actually jumped on the bed, and the first we knew was when the dog licked it. For some reason, I thought first we'd be like, my husband was pleasuring me with his Christopher Watkin impersonation. I find it delightful. <laughs> it's going to fucking eat his balls, you know? But it sounds like it's you about can't... to lick them. Mm. His balls. So obviously it caused a bit of a panic and um, <laughs> ruined that session, shall we say? Anyway. Wait, 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 wait. You couldn't recover from that? Would you just kind of... I would be shocked, believe mm. me. But I don't like to have sex or masturbate with an animal in the room. I think we've talked about this before. Mm. But I don't like to... I, I don't, you lock the animals out when you're having sex. Well, cats sex. are pretty good. Because cats, if they're in the room, they're just like, I'm going to go in the closet. I'm going to go under the bed. I don't want to deal with this. Sometimes, right? I remember uh, one Maybe time, not your cats, because your cats are like retardo. No, I remember what, well, mm. yeah, because they, they're, mm. you know, they like to be in your personal space. Mm. But I remember one time I was having sex and just out of nowhere, heck, he just jumps on my back. Yeah, yeah. And was just like, like, he was just like into it. Sure. It ruined the moment. Mm. But then I recovered, you know, I took mm. him, locked him out and went right back into it, mm. you know. But, uh, God, I don't know, if he would have licked my balls, that would have been a different reaction, I think. Probably lots of screaming. So anyway, mm. the, the dog licks his balls. Then what happens? Mm. Then was the dog decided that if he worked out that we were having a bit of hanky-panky, he'd get on the bed. Rumpy, bumpy. And we ended up leaving the bedroom, leaving the dog on the bed and locking ourselves in the bathroom to finish off. And that happened quite regularly for a little while. Is this a Yorkshire accent? Uh, okay, wait. Okay. Mm. Beyond that, yeah. why not take the fucking dog and put the dog in the bathroom? Wait, who went into the bathroom? I was. They did. Say. They said they left the dog on the bed and they went into the bathroom to finish up. I can understand maybe that one instance, but she said they started doing that for months now. This, I, I, th I feel like this is what people who don't have children do. 
Is it? Where it's just like you don't have children, so you treat a dog like a child. Like a child. Yeah. But I mean, because Len- I know Lenora does that. Because Lenora will be like, you want her to tell you a story about like she'll be like hooking up with a dude, and then the dog will just like jump on the guy's shoulder or whatever, or like just like you know, like while they're going at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, while they're going at it. And I'm like, well, why don't you just put the dog in the bathroom? It's like, well, she gets very upset. I, it's yeah. like, so what? So would you rather just have her like interfere with your lovemaking session? Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm. Like it'll jump up and like jump up on your shoulder and like fart while you're like having sex, you know, this dog. Dogs, dogs can be kind of annoying Mm. when it comes to, uh, because cats, Mm. yeah, cats usually Mm. just kind of fuck off and do whatever they Mm. want. Yeah. Um, But dogs can be, you know, I mean, dogs require a lot more effort. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're kind of in your business. Apparently. Well, anyway, over the course of time, um, our sex has got less and less because obviously the dog's with us. He now... Lesbian deathbed syndrome. This is dog... This is cockapoo deathbed syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) So this is what happens. It's not lesbian deathbed. It's lesbian bed death. Oh, bed death. (laughs) It's a, right. les- it's a lesbian deathbed <laughs> conversion. It's just a bunch of dead you, lesbians in a bed. Jesus as your savior. savior. Yes, we do. Yeah, so oh this is God. what happens with cockapoo bed yeah. death. Don't get a cockapoo. It'll ruin your sex life. So does that mean that Benjamin Button was born in the lesbian deathbed? Was and he? And then died in the womb? He must have been. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't sleep on the floor at all. He's completely in the middle of the bed. And um, sometimes we wake up and he's spooning either one of us. The other day I woke up and I didn't even have a pillow. My face was on the bed. And as I turned over to have a look where everybody else was, the dog was lying with his head on my pillow. Anyway, it's now got to the point that we haven't had sex for like a year. Um, my husband's blaming <laughs> the dog. The I'm really paranoid because I've put on quite a lot of weight and I do think that's an issue and he's using... This, yeah, I mean, it might be actually have nothing to do with the dog and that yeah, yeah, things and... happen like that, you know? Well, no, it sounds like uh, the, mm. the husband's blaming it on the dog because his wife is uh, too large for him. It sounds like she put on a lot of weight and the husband's using the dog as an excuse. No, that's... That's what she's thinking. That's what I'm thinking. That's what you're thinking too? I'm thinking that, I think that the husband's just like, God, my wife is a fat ass. I'm going to try to like, I'm just going to masturbate and I'm happy with that. I'm going to blame it on the dog for our lack of a sex life. you never got hired by a morning zoo crew. I should have. You know, really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I know, I, know I tried. I tried yeah, very really... hard. But no, I, I think, don't you think that could, that could <laughs> happen? It's just like you're, you've lost your sexual attraction to your wife. And now you're just blaming it on the dog or anything else as a reason why not to have sex. If you don't have sex for a year, that's weird. If you're in a relationship with someone. Yes, that means, yeah. But I mean, what do you think? It's got to be physical. You think it's got to be physical? Yeah, I think he's just not physically attracted to her anymore. That's what I'm thinking. I think people get too familiar is usually, and they're not. You well, know, that could happen, the, the, but... The, the, the connection that they had in the beginning was largely 
physical and then uh and then there's it just no died. other connection because that's well that's happening what you need to keep things you know going that's, and also you're, that's what you're, happens you're, with lesbians you're taking her word for it when she's like i've gained weight you know like sometimes when women say they've gained weight when it's like have you i've known a few guys they actually haven't at well all. i've known a few guys who uh or a few couples that were that had kids and then mm. the wife just put on a lot of weight after the kid mm. but it wasn't even that it was just the fact that she's the mother of his kids he can't have sex with her anymore. I've had a couple of friends that just like, that's what killed it. And then she didn't want to have sex anymore because they, she didn't want to have another kid. Well, Children can the easy ways to get around that. I mean, my God. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? No, but I've heard, like, I've heard that could happen. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's not because you're... There's, there's definitely an issue here. After a year without having sex, that's a long time. I started to feel like... You should get married young, as I get older. You think so? Yes. I don't know. Because people that I, like, loved when I was young, like, very young, like 18 or whatever, I see them now, but even if they look totally different, I see them as they were then. That's weird. Isn't it? You can still picture that. Oh, because you picture that person as I'd you Because I still, like, you know, the person is still... You know, I'm not dating them, obviously, but they're dear to me. They're in my heart, you know? So you so envision them. I still them see them, yeah. I still see them, like... I don't... You know, I've noticed... I was on Facebook the other day. I was on Facebook the other spirit, day, and I was I looking... I was just kind of... You know how, like, mm. sometimes you'll see someone, you're like, oh, I went to high school with that guy. Mm. And you click on their page, and then you see a bunch of other people you were in high school, and then you start looking at their lives. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them that got married right out of high school or mm. shortly after college, divorced. They're right. all in their second marriage. So I don't know if it works. Mm. It sounds like everybody gets divorced. Not everyone. Um, I thought everyone did because my parents did and most I think most parents, people this day, yeah, yeah. this day and age. So, that's, why they're, yeah. that's why we have incest porn. Is that why we have incest porn? I think that's why stepbrother, stepsister porn is so popular. Okay. Because the divorce rate's high. All right. Anyway, moving on. It's not because of the Brady Bunch, but (laughs) moving on. I think there's definitely an issue going on in this relationship. Let's hear what she has to say about it. The dog is an excuse, but I don't really know what to do about any of it. We've got two kids and we work, so we can't put the dog downstairs to howl. Wow, they do have kids. Hmm. They have two kids and this cockapoo. You can put the dog wherever you fucking want. Oh, you could lock that yeah, dog yeah, yeah. up in the kitchen closet. Yeah, my God. In the kitchen pantry. You know? Who cares? Like, come on. I think, you know what I think it is? Oh, it'll howl. The, you know. I don't think it's a weight issue. I think Fuck here it's here. just, it's just, you have children in your family. Mm. It's like, after a while, mm. I mean, it's, then you just, it's like, I think it happens. You just have mm. sex like on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what happens? Don't ask me. I don't know. I know. That's why I don't want to get married. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it, what ends up happening is like mm. you just, that's the only day that you have any kind of sexual relations mm. except for like a birthday blowjob. And this is all speculative fiction to me. Yeah. You know? It's true. No, no so. experience with this. Mm. Um, I've got no willpower. Can't stick to a diet. So I just Power. wondered whether you had any advice wounded. for me. Wounded. <laughs> wounded. Um, or any suggestions as to how I can sort out my sex life and keep my husband and my dog happy. 
Anyway, love you guys. Stay sick and wrong. Lots of love. First of all, you don't wow. need to keep it happy. It's a fucking dog. You know? I think... Like, don't treat the dog like like the fucking omnipotent boy from that Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> all right? <laughs> That's probably the answer to your problem, right? I think yeah. what needs to happen is she needs to, like, yeah. take the dog out of the equation yeah. and then call the husband on it. Because what, what's he going to use as an excuse at that point? Then they're going to be forced to confront this issue. Because neither one of them seems to like want to want to bring up like, hey, we're having an issue with our sex life. I would just say, start treating the dog like a dog and not, you know, the incarnation of Jesus Christ on the earth or Krishna and become very sexually aggressive. Ooh. That's my advice. So she should become the, mm. uh, she should be the yeah. initiator. I'm giving you the same advice I gave Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first thing you need to do is take that fucking dog mm. and lock that dog in the closet. Yeah. You know? And then, you know what mm. I'm trying to do? Introduce mm. some porn. Yep. Why not watch some porn? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, you know, have you ever heard of those love hotels in Japan? Mm. They put on, you go there, yep. you watch a bunch of porn, mm. and then you get it on. I'm thinking that's what needs to happen. Amyl nitrate. The first thing you need to do, amyl, yeah. Also amyl nitrate. Poppers. Mm -hmm. You need poppers, you need porn, and you not need to get rid of that fucking dog. That's it's what a, I would do. Well, you don't need to get rid of the well, dog. Well, no, okay, don't put the dog be, down. Just, yeah. like, hide the dog. Like, it's a terribly trained dog. Yeah, a needy animal. And the, the, these small dogs, they're, they're menaces. You know, they really are. They really are. How come mm. your kids don't take care of the dog? Why doesn't mm. the dog sleep with one of the kids? That's what should happen. Yeah, like you sleep know? in one of the kids' rooms. Yeah. Like, why is he sleeping with you? Hmm. I don't know. Mm. I don't think, but you know what, though? I don't think this is a reason to, like, you know, have a fear that your relationship might be in. This is something that happens, I think, to everybody. You can work it out. Yeah. First thing you need to do is get rid of that dog, because that dog is a cock blocker. That's what that dog cock -a -poo is. Cockapoo blocker. A cockapoo blocker. Yeah. That's what you need to get rid of. Um, yeah, try that, then uh, give us a call back and let us know what happened. Mm. All right. All right, next call we have here. It's a two-parter. It's from that girl. Remember that girl that's uh, the, the, the tickler? Like, she, like, goes to dudes' houses and they can tickle her? No, I thought it was just... Um... I, I thought it was just uh, she goes to this one guy's house who like ties her up and tickles and her tickles and she gets her, money yeah. and then she goes and buys her boyfriend Craigslist. pot or whatever. Yeah, didn't she meet him on Craigslist or something? I don't know. Anyway. But something like that. I like this girl. Yeah, the tickle she's girl. She's great. She's very funny. Hey, D. Hey, Harrison. Uh, I think the last time I called, it was about my boyfriend's bad acid trip when I was at a tickle guy, his house. <laughs> tickle um, guy. And I was listening to the show last week and uh kenneth the page was asking harrison where <laughs> yeah, he gets guy. some of his mm. his info on the internet it made me think of some of the the blessings that the deeper corners of the regular net have bestowed on me over the years and i guess these aren't really stories but little tidbits that i happen to remember to a reddit base there was a, um, there's a subreddit. I'm not sure if it still exists. Um, I haven't used it in a couple years, but, uh, I'm still broke, but 
when I was broke two years ago, I would get on the subreddit Nudes for Pizza, and um, I could post a little teaser. Nudes for Pizza. Is that oh, what that I was? thought she said news for pizza. I thought she said news at first too, nudes. but it's nudes for pizza. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Wasn't that Macaulay Culkin's band or something? That was that band. He did mm-hmm. like Velvet Underground covers. <laughs> um, I don't get it though. Nudes for pizza. Does that mean like people on Reddit will order you a pizza if you get naked? Like, how's that work? I don't know how it works. Yeah. But it probably works with I, Bitcoin. I can tell you that much. I fucking hate Reddit. Mm. I hate Reddit. It's pretty bad. Sure and see if I had any takers, anybody that wanted anything specific in exchange for pizza gift cards, and I used that many times. Oh, you get a that pizza was pretty gift cool. card. And uh, also... How do you use it many times? <laughs> I don't I know. Guess, I mean, right. how, what do they do? Do they send? Do they email you a gift card? Yeah, a code or something. And then you just, like, get nude. Hmm, that's interesting. Have you ever seen that, uh, that's like, Girls Gone Wild... It's like a no. Reddit, subreddit. I've, I think I've heard of it. Where like dudes get their girlfriends to get naked mm. and then they like post pictures. This kind mm. of sounds like the same same kind of thing, except for mm. pizza. It's that interesting. doesn't interest me. Yeah. So I'm not sure if this still exists either because this was even longer ago, but there was a subreddit called Random Acts of Muff Dive. Um, and I got on there when I was 18 or 19 and there was a guy who happened to live like a couple blocks over from me on there looking for uh some action so this guy would come over to my house every once in a while and go down on me and leave like i didn't have to kiss him i didn't have to do anything to him i didn't have to touch him Hmm. he just um came over and got me off and left it was it was pretty cool um yeah she's really uh (laughs) she like goes on reddit yeah. Finds out that a guy lives kind of like down the block from her. He's like, why don't you come over and give me oral sex? That she, sounds really safe. She, she's like, <laughs> Nietzsche, she's like Nietzsche's superwoman, you know? She's unfettered. Yeah, that's like unfettered the, id. Yeah, she's un, crazy. unfettered by the, uh, the, you know, the shackles Did, of societal morality and what have you. She's you know? like that, uh, like, Craigslist casual encounters. Like, did you ever do that? Yeah, I've done that. You did. Did it work? Like, I've was got, it like I've an attractive person? You don't go to casual encounters because you want to have sex <laughs> with an attractive person. You go to casual encounters because to get off, I guess. Yeah, because you want to have. You need to get into a situation like <laughs> in an hour. You know, that's why you do it. So, yeah, you know. And then you end up chained to a fucking radiator. That's what that's what hours. happens. <laughs> so, yeah. Smoking DMT in a Motel Six. Yeah. Me after a while, and I I kind of kind of noped out of that because was not looking for a relationship with a thirty year old guy at the time. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> this is leading into relationship territory. So wait, he eventually he started doing what? What did he do? Well, he'd come over, mm. eat her pussy, mm. and then they would like, I guess he got all serious about it and then wanted to have a relationship. Oh. Yeah. Well, that literally cancels out the things she said before that. Like, it was great. He oh, just yeah, came yeah. over and ate me out and left. And then yeah, now it's like, he didn't got all eventually. serious. Yeah, yeah. So. It's going to turn into a lesbian deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> Syndrome. 
<laughs> Lesbians dying of terminal illnesses, just not having sex anymore. I will anymore. never, ever, ever forgive you, not even when I'm on my lesbian deathbed. <laughs> Heaven forbid. Uh, who was trolling on Reddit for pussy eating. Um, but mad appreciation to him because he would come over for a couple months. But anyway, that's, that's all. Have a nice day, you dirty Jews. That's a weird <laughs> bunch of stuff there to, to pa unpack. I'm just to unbox. I'm just stunned, mm. maybe astonished that this girl would be like mm. cool with just some rando coming over and eating her out just that she met on Reddit. Like Why how many are girls you astounded by that? I just don't know too it's many girls rare, that would do it that. Is a rare it is rare, thing, yeah. But I've, she's I've, a unicorn. I've encountered God. such things in my life. No, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. great. It's so, like she's like the yeah. subject of many a male fantasy. Mm. She calls back with a part two. Uh, yeah, I mean, she seems like the kind of person who will, like, you know, go to grad school and then make a really good friend with another very smart person, and then they'll, you know, try to figure out the perfect way to murder a child because they can. <laughs> <laughs> very Hitchcocky. You never know. Mm. So I called in the middle of the show, in the middle of my listen, in the middle of Kenneth's call, and uh, I just finished the show, and it uh, brought up another story. You were mentioning Shibari's bondage. Um, I met my current boyfriend and I, I met this guy on Craigslist, a pseudo-photographer, <laughs> which I think I mentioned. She's like the reason people will like, keep believing in Craigslist, you know? Yeah, yeah, that people could still get like laid the, on, like, Craigslist. Yeah, because there's, like, the real, you know... I figured Craigslist is just... unicorns there. Yeah, I, I figured, like, Craigslist... Mm. Like, any... If you're on Casual Encounters... Yeah. And any, and any, quote, girl that you meet on there, it's not a real girl. That's what I assumed. Like, it's, it's all... Not, that's not necessarily true. May, maybe not. Mm. Well, apparently not. I'm wrong. I, mean, I just would assume... I used to think that about fucking, I don't know, World of Warcraft in 2005. But boy, was I wrong. Yeah. You know? So. But I guess she's still giving people hope that you can still get laid on Craigslist. Yeah. I remember one time I hooked up with some girl because it was like, it was just like towards four months before I went to rehab. And I was like, I should just like, just meet women who just do what I do, like just do a ton of meth, you know? <laughs> and I did. On Craigslist? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I, I knew this stripper named Aloha. Yeah. She's actually kind of a cute, she wasn't Hawaiian either, she's Mexican, but she's this cute Mexican girl. And she would go and basically hook on Craigslist. Mm. And she'd get on there and like on casual encounters, put up a picture of her and she's cute. Mm. And then she would go and people would call her. This girl was like maybe five foot two, five foot one, she was mm. tiny, go by herself to people's homes. Mm. And so I remember when, I'd always asked her stories because I thought she was kind of entertaining. Mm. And plus she wanted to have sex with me, but I was so disgusted by her mm. <laughs> that I would never do that. Mm. But she told me one time on Craigslist, some guy contacted her, she went over to their house, she had sex with him and his retarded 40-year-old son. <laughs> 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 Not at the same time. Like she had sex with the old dad, and then she went in the room and basically deflowered the 40-year-old son who had never had sex before. And the dad, that's why the dad got, wanted her to come over. That's amazing. 
Wow. <laughs> and I was like, how much mm. did you make? She mm. said $300. Mm. I was like, God. <laughs> yeah, beat that. Before, in a call uh, a while ago, um, pseudo photographer and his wife had me and my current boyfriend over to his quote-unquote studio. It was at like this artist compound in Loveland, Ohio. And, uh, is that where the Frogman is from? That is where the Frogman is, yeah, is from. Yeah, I think it is. Loveland Frogman. Ohio, yeah. Get, can you get me a t-shirt, a sweetheart? Of the, the, I, guess, I guess the internet now, you can just do that. Yeah, you can just buy the one. The world isn't fun anymore. Um, he was... Uh, they would, like, teach Shabari to people. Like, they would do classes, and they did, like, shows at sex clubs on bondage nights. They were super cool. Uh, but anyway, he paid me a hundred dollars an hour to um, take some pictures of a, doing some bondage stuff, and uh, I I was fully suspended for maybe. They call that a rope bunny. A rope bunny. And I I yeah. say that because I know that because I've been one. <laughs> <laughs> You've been a rope bunny. When I was in, in my younger, my youth, yes. I've seen plenty of rope Two bunnies. Two different occasions, yeah. There's a lot of parties you go to where mm. there's a, there's this guy mm. who's, I forget his name. Uh, I follow him on, on Instagram. Mm. But this guy around town, he looks like Uncle Fester. I'm sure you might have seen him in some S&M type of uh, parties and events. But this guy looks like Uncle Fester. He's always tying up the rope bunnies. Mm. And like it's kind of his like show that he does. Okay. I think it was just like somebody was teaching a thing and needed like a demon model or whatever you know you're kind of yeah. heavy you're a big guy I was, this was, I was young I was pretty, oh, okay you know but still yeah yeah but yeah no i was still how long do you hang around for the class was only like an hour or something oh, so you only had to hang for an yeah, hour yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i was just saying it was my title was my <laughs> rope buddy <laughs> yeah so 30 seconds it did hurt a lot but the pictures are really cool and i ended up taking all the pictures from that session and then a subsequent session in a hotel room where um, his wife tied me up and I hooked up with her and he took pictures while him and my boyfriend just kind of spectated and uh, I gave that to my boyfriend for Hanukkah a coffee table book of news why don't you call in more often <laughs> I know I love her calls I love this God, no she is yeah. great Talk about good giving mm. a game. Like, she's everything. That was one thing I always wanted to do as a couple. With, like, when in it, I never got a chance to do this because it's too hard to set up and to find somebody that's right and that both people trust and whatever. Just, like, somebody to, like, tie you up as a couple, you know? Like, have a couple tie you up or just no. have one person tie you up as a couple? Yes. And you'd be, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have like a level of trust there. There is a level of trust. Well, yeah. she would have to have a level. I don't actually give a shit about anything. <laughs> so, you know. Um, I definitely wouldn't allow somebody mm. whose vocation is scrap metal collecting to do that to <laughs> no. me. No. Yeah. No. Definitely not a scrap metaler. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, if, if he's half scrap metaler, half scrap booker, maybe. A scrap booker, yes. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. Uh, and I have some rope. We practiced a little bit, so I, I have a loose, loose understanding of the shibari style, but I'm not very practiced anymore. Anyway, uh, keep it sick and wrong. You guys make me laugh a lot. 
Have a great day. God, I love her phone calls. Yep, very good. Love her stories. Mm. God, it makes my day. Mm. Well, there you go. You got to practice mm. shibari to keep good at it. Mm. It's not just something you learn once. You got to practice. Mm. Um, I've never. Have you, are you good at that? Are you good at doing the shibari stuff? It's um, really complicated. No, I, no. I mean, I've done it like once or twice. Some of the basic shit, but. It's 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 hard. It's not. I've never yeah. really done this suspending thing, but I've had a couple girlfriends that were super into it, and they showed me how to do a few knots. But it's been a long time. I'm, I'm generally indifferent to like what kind of restraints are used, if any, to be honest. So, so wait, you're down with just like zip ties to silk rope, whatever. Leather cuffs, you know. Leather cuffs doesn't matter. Psychological restraints. Psychological restraints. That's what works. Yeah, I'm kind of down with it just the works. rope. I like the rope. Yeah. Anyway, rope is call- nice. It yeah. just, it's it's by the time you you know, there's a lot of. St- yeah, it takes it mm. takes a while. Yeah. And then you got to do it, but once you do it, and it, you know, it's kind of it's all about presentation. Anyway, people call right, second wrong hotline. Three two three five two two four zero three two. Best way to support the show is by becoming a sick and wrong patron. There's an elite mm. number of people out there that can call themselves patrons of this show. Yes, and most of them are scrap metalers. Most of them are scrap metalers mm. or cum scientists. Yeah. Uh, we're very popular in the cum science community. That's right. Go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong. When you sign up, you can just sign up just for an account. You don't even have to pay any money and you'll get access to the sick and wrong discord, which is kind of nice. Uh, but... We encourage you to to uh, pay a little bit of money so you can get yes. some of this content because we have a shitload of content. We have so much content on there nowadays. Yeah. I was looking at it because we've oh, been yeah. doing it for a while. I mean, we have hours of outtakes, hours of extra stories, and hours of phone calls. Hours. 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 But um, mm. but we do appreciate everybody for uh, donating the Patreon. That's and actually, right. this week I just I'm wearing one of the new tees that we just got. Oh yeah. Um, we just ordered some new T-shirts. So all you people that Mr. are at the ten dollars an up level we're going to be sending t-shirts out this week so uh people go check out the sick and wrong patron Mm -hmm. at patreon.com slash sick and wrong and take advantage of all this extra content that's correct finally here sick and wrong song of the week came in from as das he says greeting cunts you guys might have covered this on the show before but your talk of elliot smith Mm -hmm. reminded me of the story of a late 60s folk singer jim sullivan and oh, his yeah. mysterious disappearance. It's worth giving his wiki a read, and Harrison might know his first album, UFO, from his meth YouTube loner folk odysseys. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great record, actually. I have UFO. Yeah, um, yeah I like it. Yeah, it's a, it's a good record. Uh, the, the album was released in 69, and it's kind of like, you know, folk, country, sort of rock type of thing. But uh, in 1975, Sullivan left L.A. to drive to Nashville, in his uh, Volkswagen Beetle, he stopped in uh, Santa Rosa, New Mexico at a hotel. Reports say he didn't sleep there, left his key inside the room, brought some vodka to town store. Uh, he was seen the following day about 26 miles away at a remote ranch. Mm. His car was then found abandoned, and I guess he was reportedly seen walking away from it. No one ever saw him again. Completely disappeared. Um, some say he might have been murdered. Some say he might have been abducted by aliens. Aliens. Aliens, yeah. I think he's hanging out with uh, Kenny Veach. That's oh, what is I'm that what thinking. You think? Yeah. 
They both Benjamin buttoned each other. That's what happened. <laughs> anyway. I've always wanted somebody to do that to me as a couple. Just get buttoned. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> On a lesbian deathbed. Mm. That's yeah, what happens. Exactly. Oh, we're going to end the show here with Jim Sullivan's UFO song. It's a song called UFO, the title track from his album, UFO. Um, thank you, uh, Azdas, for sending that one in. People will be back next week with episode 730. Till then, take a sleazy. Shaking like a leaf on the desert heat. This dead has got a bang that's so hard to beat. I bought me a ticket, got a front row seat. I'm checking out the show. With a glassy eye Looking at the sun Dancing through the sky Did he come By you before Lot of tricks are pulled In the book I read Only man I know That got up from the dead A lot of people living By the words that I said I'm checking out the show With a glassy eye Looking at the sun dancing through the sky Did he come by you before? Think he'll ever come again a different way Maybe he is coming all I was away Too much goodness is a sin today I'm checking out the show With a glassy eye Looking at the sun dancing through the sky Did he come by UFO? Just a little different than a previous year I think the happiness is getting very near I'm checking out the show With a glassy eye Looking at the sun dancing through the sky Did he come by UFO? Did he come by UFO? Operation Paper Cut. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Operation Cumshroom. <laughs> yeah, Operation Cumshroom. Yeah. A controversial experiment from World War II where leading cum yeah. scientists from Nazi Germany were brought to the United States mm. Mm. to make cum mushrooms. Mm.